Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to A Slob Comes Clean, the podcast. I'm Dana K. White. I share my personal deslobification process as an I... And as I figure out ways to keep my own home under control, I share the truth about cleaning and organizing strategies that actually work in real life for real people, people who don't love cleaning and organizing. Thanks for joining me today. This is podcast number 307. I'm calling it Your Project Brain is a Gift, Planning a Move. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. Basically, we're talking about what I'm doing right now, which is getting ready to move. Um, which is crazy because y'all know I've talked before about moving and I've always said, but I haven't been through this in my own dislocation process. And so, you know, anyway, but now as we get into the nitty gritty of what actually is involved, and I think there's, you know, stuff to talk about and learn for those of you who have no intention of moving anytime soon, but really it comes down to project brain and when we get to use it to our benefit instead of it being a negative thing for those of us who struggle in our homes. But anyway, so we'll talk about that. Okay, so let's talk about um, moving, planning a move. Okay, so what is Project Brain? Well, Project Brain is the kind of brain that I have, and so that's what I've named it as Project Brain. I like to tackle a project. I like to plan things out. I like to predict how things are going to go as best I can and put my plan in place and execute that plan and then step back and go, whew, that plan worked and now the project is over. I have a project brain. It's what makes me do well in certain things like directing a play, writing a book, you know, big, huge things that that I can tackle and plan out and and accomplish over time. I enjoy that, okay? The problem though was when I would take this project mindset that I had, this project brain and say, "Okay, the things that I'm successful at in life are the things where I get to really tackle it like a project." And I would take this and say, "Okay, well if I'm if I'm if I can successfully direct a play, then I'm going to take the way that I operate in that and I'm going to apply it to my house. And so I would make this big plan. So I would figure out how I was going to do things, get it all figured out. Meanwhile, all this time where I was planning and figuring out and setting up, you know, exactly how I was gonna do things, my house was getting worse and worse. All the daily things were getting that much more behind. Then I would tackle my house that way. I would, you know, spend a day or a weekend or a week cleaning like crazy. And then whatever, you know, event it was, if there was an event, it would be a party or something that would happen. And I would be like, Whew, I'm done. And I would sit back or lay back or whatever and be like, Oh, man, I did such a good job on my house. So it feels so good to finally be done. Except that there's no such thing as being done with my house. Like it just is not a thing. So as I was celebrating the fact that 
my house was clean. People were, you know, living in it and wearing clothes and using dishes and using toilets and everything was going back to being dirty. And so this mentality that I had of, I should be able to apply the way that I tackle these things that I am successful at, that I, this mentality that I should be able to apply that same strategy to my house was actually backfiring because as life went on and, you know, I added kids to the mix or job, all these different things. It's like, okay, well now I don't have time or I don't have the opportunity to spend an entire week doing nothing, but, um, cleaning because I had little kids who had to be fed three times a day and all that kind of stuff. So, or more than that when they're a little bitty. Anyway, but that mentality was backfiring. Okay. And a huge part of my actual making change in my home and how it operated was realizing that treating my house like a project did more harm than good. Okay. That it was a bad thing for me to tackle my house like a project. Okay. So I needed to just do the daily things like more. My house changed when I started doing the dishes every day, which is so undramatic and so unexciting and does not seem like it's really going to actually make a difference in a house that looks like a tornado hit it, you know, but those little things actually had a real huge lasting true impact on my house and treating it like a project never did. Okay. Because treating it like a project, it always went back to being even worse than it was before when I was, you know, the harder I would work, the more I felt like I deserved to enjoy the benefits of what I had done, which probably meant that with my time passage awareness disorder, this little made up thing I have that I would go even longer, you know, because like, Oh, that work I did. Okay. Then I deserve a break. Meanwhile, the house gets back to being worse, which would mean, okay, now it's even worse than it was before. And if I know that it took me a week to get it cleaned up last time, well then if it's worse than it was before that, well, it's going to take me, well, you know, now it's going to take me a week and a half. Okay. When do I have a week? I don't have a week and a half. You know, so it just was this ongoing cycle where instead doing the dishes every day, adding small daily tasks actually really changed my home. Anyway, that's the basics of project brain. And yet I think there's benefit in all of us having different brains. Like the world needs people with all kinds of different brains. So anyway, I am applying my project brain to moving. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp Projects. So many projects. Taking care of all the things gets overwhelming. So when I get that feeling of overwhelm, I know I need to take steps to make my mental well-being a priority. 
having someone to talk to like a better help therapist can really help. This time of year is always busy, but with my youngest child graduating from high school, we have lots of extra projects that need my attention. I know from experience that these are the times when it feels extra helpful and essential to talk through my emotions with my therapist. BetterHelp makes it easy to connect with a licensed therapist. The online platform simplifies the process. It's accessible and affordable. After answering a short questionnaire, you can choose whether you prefer to meet via phone call, video, or live chat, and you can plan your sessions at your convenience to suit your schedule. Find your social sweet spot with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash clean today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash clean. Y'all know I am all about identifying what things you can do to make overwhelming tasks possible. Buying a home or selling a home can be completely overwhelming. Finding just the right realtor can make the whole process so much easier. That's why I want to tell you about Redfin. Redfin updates their listings every two minutes and sends you personalized recommendations. So finding the home that's perfect for you has never been easier. See something you like? Book a tour straight from the app. And when you're ready to buy an experienced local Redfin agent can guide you through the whole process. And if you're looking to sell, Redfin agents know how to get you the best price possible for your home. That's because they sell twice as many homes as other agents. With a listing fee as low as 1%, Redfin's fees are half of what others often charge, which means you'll have more money to put towards your next home. I know firsthand what a difference having the right real estate agent can make. We would have been lost without ours when we bought our current home and sold our old home a couple of years ago. Download the Redfin app to get started. I am coming, I'm, I'm going to tell you guys where I am right now in the process. And I'm going to say right now that I have no idea what I'm doing right and wrong. <laughs> I'm just applying the things that I have learned about my home and about clutter over the last 12 years of my dislobification process in this one house. I'm trying to apply those things to moving and I will, you know, check back in at some point and tell you how it went and tell you where I was right and where I was wrong. So this is where I'm going with things. But this is also where I do view my project brain as a gift because this is more fun to me. Like this is more fun than doing the dishes. Um, Like, you know, planning this big, big thing. Yes, it's overwhelming. It's totally overwhelming. But when I start to get overwhelmed, then I go, okay, well, then where can I make lists and charts and all these kinds of things that doesn't really help me in my day-to-day stuff, but I think it will help me in the big project of the move. Okay. All right. So anyway, here we go. Um, I want to be clear also that for those of you who and feel free to leave comments and tell me, um, but there are a lot of you, I know I have a lot of people who listen, who have had to move many, many times. Maybe you're in the military or whatever it is for whatever reason that you've moved many times and you have learned things. I'm coming from the perspective of, I haven't, like, it's been 15 years, you know, and when we moved into this house, I had zero understanding that my house was a container. I had not figured out any of that yet. I thought that the next house I was going to move into was going to solve all my problems. And so this was going to be the ultimate solution to all my problems. So anyway, that's the perspective I'm coming from just as a disclaimer. Okay. So where are we now? Okay. So what we're doing is um, we're doing a local move. And I didn't know if I was going to say anything except that we're moving right along and it looks like it's actually going to happen. Um, you know, as somebody who hasn't moved in 15 years and before that had only bought one other home, um, 
moving is really overwhelming. Like just all the stuff to be done. Oh my word. Oh my goodness. Anyway, but yeah, so we are, um, you know, figuring things out. And in the beginning it was like, okay, we put an offer in who knows? Oh, they accepted the offer. Okay. All right. Um, and then there's the option period and all that kind of stuff. So we're at a point now where it looks like it really is going to happen. So I figured I'd talk about this while it's all fresh and I'm in the figuring out stage. Okay. So in the beginning, it was this feeling of, okay, we just put an offer on a house and that means we could legitimately be moving in the next month and a half month. Okay. And when you look around your house and you go, there is going to be so much to do. The question is, okay, then what do I do? Like, what can I do now? Because that was at the point where we, I mean, it didn't make any sense until we actually had papers signed and things didn't make any sense to actually start packing boxes because especially in today's market, you'd have no idea if you're going to get the house or not. But it was like looking around my house and I was seeing it differently because I was seeing it as something that if we had to move, I would have to pack all this up. So the question was, what can I do now? So I just grabbed my trash bag and my donate box and I started going through spaces looking for trash, easy, and duh clutter. Okay. I said, I'm not going to do any hard, you know, all the way through everything stuff, but I am going to, as a way to give myself something to do for one thing, it would help me look into spaces that maybe I hadn't looked into in a while. And that whole look, look, always look is always highly beneficial for me you know, to have a real idea and understanding of what is in a space. So I look in the space and I say, okay, what can I just remove from here with this new perspective of what I really want to move that. Okay. If we're going to move, it's going to be a lot of work. That's what's so daunting about it. So just knowing, oh, this is going to be a lot of work gives me a different perspective and makes a whole lot more stuff, duh, clutter. And so I went through, you know, some of my entertaining stuff, which honestly, you know, we've had a year and a half going on two years here soon of, um, not really entertaining that much in the house. So that stuff looks a little different now and it's hard to kind of go, but I also look at it and go, wait a minute, I've used this once in the 15 years we've been here, or I've used this three or four times, or I stopped using this, whatever. So I went through and I got rid of almost everything in a cabinet before I ever got to the point of packing, because I was like, I, I'm going to have to go through this stuff eventually. So I might as well get rid of anything that is easy to get rid of now. So that was the beginning step. Then it became the next step where, okay, they'd accepted the offer, started, you know, doing that a little more. And then got to the point where our option periods were like, okay, we really are, you know, had the inspection. Okay. We really are going to do this. Um, so at that point was when I said, okay, it is time to start packing. So one of the pieces of advice that I have given in the past, just based on knowing the container concept is to pack for the house that I'm going into as opposed to the house that I'm leaving. Okay. And one of the things I would say to do is to go to a moving box supplier and use their calculator to figure out, you know, how many boxes you need for the house that you're going into. So our situation is that the house we're going into is bigger than the one that we have now. But 
I don't really feel like we need a bigger house. It just happens to be bigger, if that makes sense. Um, but it's, you know, the, the situation that we're wanting and this is the house that happened to be on it and it's a little bigger than it is right now. So I'm like, okay, well, it's not that I want to fill that up. So my, the old me, <laughs> when we looked at this house, um, we had looked at some houses bigger than this. And when I would look at the houses bigger than this, the 15 years ago, before I had started my dislocation process, I would look at them and think, I mean, my brain would immediately go to how I would finally be able to have all the stuff that I'd always wanted to have, but didn't have a place for not even registering that I had twice as much stuff as I had place for anyway in the smaller than that house. Like, like a bigger house just meant I can have more stuff. Like that was where my brain went. Now I think I'm like kind of, I don't know if allergic is the word, but I feel allergic to that idea. Like I feel this physical reaction to knowing that's how I used to think. Okay. So it's like, I'm going into a bigger house and my biggest fear is letting the thought that it's bigger cause me to get more stuff. So like I am in this and I've had a few thoughts. I really have. I've seen a couple things come across on Facebook that a friend was selling and I was like, Oh, I would have room for it. And I'm like, no, I am not buying anything for the new house. My goal is to not buy anything until the new year. Like I want to live in it for a couple of months before I even consider adding something to it. Okay. So I have posts that I've written years ago, and I probably talked about it on the podcast too, where I talked about, you know, I had these friends who um, got married around the same time that Bob and I did. And we went into our first apartment and our first home with such a huge excess of stuff, so much stuff, just to store. Like we had a whole room, literally boxes stacked to the ceiling, an extra room in our first apartment that of stuff that we never even opened while we lived in that apartment, just waiting until we got to our real house. You know, so we had, we had, I think we had three dining room tables. I don't know. I wrote about it in one of the books, but I mean, that, that was us. Like we came into our first home and then this being, you know, our final home or whatever that we're in right now, even though it's not obviously now we came into that with excess and we had these friends who got married at the same time and they like, they lived without a couch for maybe close to a year. I mean, we'd go over to their house and sit on the floor. I mean, it was just, and I look back and I go, that seemed so strange to me at the time. But I also see the benefit, like they picked and chose what they wanted. And so they have built their home into being exactly what they wanted. I started out with so much excess that I've just been decluttering, decluttering, decluttering for years, I feel like. And so my goal is to go into the house that's a little bigger than this one and not have, you know, only take what we have minus, I mean, my plan is to declutter as we're going, only take things that I know for sure have a definite space there. And then if we need other stuff, I want to live without it for a while. Like that's my goal. I I want to use this as, as that. So as I was thinking about getting packed up, well, I kind of followed my own advice. I went to the U-Haul website. This is not a sponsored thing. Although if I can find out how to do an affiliate link for this, I will. But anyway, 
Um, but I went to the U-Haul website and they do a thing for a three to four bedroom home. Um, like this is a package of boxes for a three to four bedroom home. And I think it was like $300, maybe a little bit less than that. But, um, and I, I mean, really I'm a cheapskate y'all. I mean, like I am the person who I've never bought a box to move in my entire life, even though I've, you know, not moved that much. I have moved and I've never even considered buying boxes for that. Like that's crazy. Who would do that (laughs) anyway? So, um, but I thought, you know what? I, I just, my whole motivation there was that I wanted, I wanted the container aspect of having that number of boxes. Like I wanted to go with, this is what a three to four bedroom house this many boxes should hold the stuff for a three to four bedroom house. Okay. We are currently in a three bedroom house. We're moving into a four bedroom house. I'm like, okay, that's what I'm going to get. And then I'm going to pack those boxes and let those be my containers that will help me to force, that will help force me to see reality that will help force the decision to, because even just knowing I mean, this is what I see all the time when I help people. It's what I see in my own self. When I know there's a container, it's not that I fill it and then have to pull things out. Just knowing that it's a container and it's going to be a limit helps me see so many more things as a duh. I mean, like so many things are like, oh, well, even though I don't know for sure that this thing is going to, that this container is going to be overflowing and I'll have to get rid of some stuff just knowing that it is a container and it is a limit helps me identify things that don't need to go in it. Like there's just something about that. So anyway, so that was my goal. I I went in and so anyway, it has all these things listed. You can adjust it. You can say, oh, I want more medium sized boxes than that. One of the things that I really debated about was it had four wardrobe boxes. Wardrobe boxes are ones that actually have a bar across the top and then you hang stuff in it. And I thought, huh, do my boys really need a wardrobe box? They don't have that many hanging clothes. And I thought, no, I want to have four and be able to hand one to my daughter, one to myself, one to my husband, and one to the boys. So like our four existing closets and let those be the container because I know that for myself, and most likely for my husband, we are, those are going to be really, really helpful to have. And I didn't want there to be anything muddy about it. Like I didn't want it to be, oh, one of us is going to need to leave some room for a couple things from the boys closet, you know, or whatever. I wanted it to be like, this is the actual thing. You fill it with, you fill it completely. It is yours to fill me also, but it's like, this is mine to fill. I'm going to put my favorite things in it first. And then once it's full, that's going to help me make that decision because it helps me make the decision, not because it's, you know, being tough on myself. I think sometimes that those of us, especially who maybe haven't felt successful in the past with house stuff, we're like, I just have to be tougher on myself. And I'm like the container concept implementing that is really not, it's not tough. Like it's freeing. It's helpful. It's not that I'm being, you know, Dana, you've just got to be serious about this and not, you know, not let yourself take more than will fit in this container. No, it's like, oh, well, the container shows me which things are my favorite by letting me put my favorite things in first. It's amazing how that works. Anyway, so that's, um, I, I decided to just go with exactly what they have. Um, just for the record again, I'm not selling this because 
I, you know, bought it myself, but, but it comes with, um, tape and markers. And I mean, you can have those taken out if you want, but I also really like that this is how much tape I'm supposed to need because knowing me, I would have gotten two rolls and I think they sent me six or eight, you know, and I would have been running back to the store or scrounging and trying to find something that probably wouldn't hold or whatever. So it's been very helpful for me. So what I did with that was I first kind of did a little bit of math and I just said, okay, I'm going to give to start. And I told everybody, if you need more, come and ask me, we probably have more that you can use, but I gave everybody three medium sized boxes, which are actually pretty big and two small boxes, you know, for their personal stuff out of their room. I am at a huge advantage right now because I have teenagers and I can say, here's boxes, go pack your room. Oh yeah. Those of you who are not in that same stage, um, maybe wait to move. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> anyway. Um, but, but I have, so I, I gave them that and I said, I really don't know, but I kind of did the math and said, okay, if I did that, I think I'll have plenty left over for the other spaces that we need to do. And I told them your bedding and your pillows and things like that. I mean, obviously it's local. We can take some of that stuff on its own, but we'll also use some of the extra large boxes for things like bedding. That's not going to be terribly heavy. Okay. So anyway, that that's what we're, we're doing. Um, and then I started packing and I have just been going because we are not moving, you know, tomorrow. I don't want to pack the stuff that we need right now. And so I am going through and going to the, you know, our, our games cabinet that we have board games in our crafts and stuff. I mean, I can live without using any of that stuff for the next however long, a couple of weeks. I went to Let's see, I got everything out of my China cabinet. I went ahead and packed that up. So it's different things that are, are going to have to be packed because I'm just trying to move forward in the process at this time before I get to the point where it's frantic and I don't have as much time to, you know, be methodical. While I can be methodical, I am being methodical. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Now, I do want to talk about something. And I'm saying this. Mom, if you're listening, I love you. And I'm pretty sure I communicated all this already. Feel free to call me if you need to ask me about anything that I talk about here. But I don't think my mom listens to my podcast. So anyway, I'll talk about it. Um, but if she does, that's great. Hi, mom. So my I've mentioned before that my parents have um, a lake house. And, um, it's a small place, you know, it's, but my mother has had everything in it that you could ever need for any situation that might happen while you happen to be at the lake house. So she's got 
all kinds of stuff in there. And she has a very high clutter threshold, which means she can handle it. She can keep it under control. So that's perfectly fine. I personally can't handle that much stuff. So I've had to learn I need to have less stuff for me to be able to keep my house under control. So anyway, she has a lake house. Well, it just so happens that at the same time that we're moving out of our house into a bigger house, my parents are going to be giving up their lake house. So it's time to get all their stuff out of there. And my mom is like excited to help me by giving me stuff from her lake house, which I am very excited about too, but I'm also scared. Like I'm also nervous because all these things that she is like, you can have my, um, you can have the red couch, which I'm like, I know exactly where the red couch would go. Um, you can have the fridge. Okay. So I'm just gonna be honest. I have like a whole separate office building on this. It has a little bit of land and like, I'm super excited to be able to go to work as opposed to having, doing the stuff that I do for this job of podcasting and videos and writing books and stuff inside my house where the dishes are also right there. I'm excited to be able to like go to this little building that's outside. Anyway. So she's like, you can have my fridge from the lake house and you can have this and you can have, and I'm like, all of this is a huge blessing, but y'all, I think because I I know how excited I would have been 15 years ago and how much of a disaster it would have been if 15 years ago, somebody was able to give me a whole nother house worth of stuff to send with me to my new house that was only slightly bigger than the house I was moving out of. I'm scared. Like it makes me nervous. And I've, I've had to be really firm and say, I'm not taking any of that stuff until after Christmas, which is when the timeline is anyway for them. But I'm like, I want to live in this house for two months at least without that stuff. Even if we have to bring in our, you know, our little folding outdoor chairs and sit in those. I said, I would rather do that than bring anything into my house that I don't absolutely need. Y'all, I think I've changed and I'm kind of proud of myself. <laughs> but but I really, I'm just like, I, I can't do it. I cannot bring all that in because that's what I would have done before. I would have said, well, just go ahead and bring it all. And then I'll figure, I'll bring it all to my house. And then I'll figure out over time what I want. Instead, I would rather live without for two months, which is like no time at all. I mean, at the age of 47, I know that two months is like a blink of an eye, right? Anyway, but I want to live in the house for a while, go through Christmas before, and then we'll go to the lake house and we'll rent a small U-Haul and we will shop it. You know, we'll shop the lake house and see, okay, do we actually need that fridge? Okay. Do we actually need this red couch? Do we need this little table that she suggested? Do we need this, you know, I mean, like I, and I told her, I said, I'm only going to take what I absolutely know that I will definitely have a place for and a need for. And the reason I'm talking about this, I mean, there's part of me that feels like, oh, some people are like, must be nice that you just have this whole house. But I think those of you who struggle with this same lack of understanding that there's a limit to how much stuff I can have in my house, like, Those of you who've also been like containers are limits. Like if you've understood that, I think you get what I'm talking about, right? Like you get how excited me of however many years ago would be about this. But then you get the hard truths that I've learned when I brought 
twice as much stuff into the home that I'm in right now. And then it would actually fit possibly fit much less. I have a low clutter threshold and can't even handle that much stuff. And the work and effort that it has required for me to get that stuff out of this house. That's why I'm afraid of bringing in something I don't absolutely need and have a place for because I know how hard it is to get rid of stuff. Emotionally, once it's in my house and then I have to decide I'm getting rid of it, that's so much harder than just not ever bringing it in. But it's also physically exhausting. I think the idea of the dauntingness of the I mean, moving is exhausting, right? I mean, I'm already, we just spent this last weekend going through boxing stuff up, you know, packing things. And as I do that, I'm like, this is exhausting. I want to move. And then because this is a project, as opposed to the everyday stuff, as far as this aspect goes, I'm like the less stuff I move into the house, if I don't have to then rent a dump truck to get stuff out of the house that I've just moved into it, I'm like, then I'll actually get to enjoy being done with this project of moving. Like that's, that's the beauty of a project. That's what I want in a project is to be able to be finished and sit back and enjoy the results of my work. Well, if I move a whole bunch, if I do this project of moving and I move a whole bunch of stuff that we don't need and is never going to have a place there and is just going to have to then be hauled off somewhere and donated or sold or whatever it is, then that's just more work that I'm going to have to do. Where if I never move it into the house, it's work that doesn't have to be done. And I think this is where, where I've come to see each individual item in my house as the work that it represents in my future. Like, is it easily going to have a place where I can, even in a new house, say, where would I look for this first? And my brain goes here. And that's the instinct I go on. And I put it there now. And I never have to think about it again. Okay, that's one action. But if I bring it into my house as a maybe, and then I get there and I'm like, uh, uh, and I go ahead and keep it, even though, well, maybe I wouldn't have really looked, but I, I just can't, I've got to keep it. And I put it in this one place and then I can't find it. Well, that's work of not knowing where it is and searching all over and then finding it and then putting it in another place or stuff shifting it here and there. That's all work. And then there's the work of deciding that I'm finally going to let it go. And then there's the work of actually getting it out of my house. And I'm like, I now view items according to the effort that they're going to require of me in the future. And so I'd rather eliminate that future effort by having less stuff, by only doing the stuff that isn't going to require that effort because it's going to have a real home. I don't know. Anyway, so I'm just, I'm just talking here, just telling y'all my, where I am. Um, okay. So something I did after we had started packing and everybody kind of had their designated boxes, I've got one kid, he used two of his boxes. Now I've got another kid who I don't think he's going to use all of his. My daughter's going to need a few more than that. My husband and I each, we haven't started in the bedroom. We've been doing the other spaces, but, um, it started to make me as I went and I, you know, I still had quite a few left in there, but I was, I was starting to really see a dent in the box that I was taking boxes out of. And I thought, oh, this makes it. So I went, okay, I'm going to pull out medium sized boxes. And so I went into the different rooms in the house and I had medium and small boxes 
and I just made an estimate. I looked around at all of the stuff, opened things up, looked inside, tried to get a basic estimate, and then I left those boxes in that room. I think in the pantry, in the kitchen area that has, you know, different stuff. I put like two medium size boxes in there. And then in the living room over by the um, bookshelf where I'm going to pack stuff up, I put a medium and a small in there. And then, you know, so different areas of the house, I just went ahead and delivered those there so that I could visually see without have, cause here's the problem for me, I would start counting and then recounting and trying to remember how many I counted last time. And instead it helps me kind of like the container concept to just see and say, this is how much there is left. This is how much I have left. So I just delivered those all through the house so that the boxes for that space, at least the original estimate are already there. And then I can see, oh, I've still got plenty looking, you know, number of boxes still in the box for when I run out of those. So if I run out of those, if that's not enough, I'll be fine. But what I didn't want to do was take the whole pack of boxes into the master bedroom, start packing up every little teeny tiny little thing. And then all of a sudden realize I'd used up all my boxes in the master bedroom and didn't have anything for the kitchen or the living room or, you know, whatever. See what I'm saying? So I went ahead and delivered those just so I could visually know for sure that every bo- every room had in it what I thought was probably the number of boxes it should have. And I can still see there's my wiggle room, you know? so that I can go into this having that container concept in mind. Okay. Okay. So other things I'm doing, feel free to give your best moving advice. Uh, For one thing, I'm just viewing every single item that I pack as progress. Everything's progress. Like that's, that's the thing with moving. It's a project, which means every single thing in this house is going to have to be touched. And because of that, I just start with the easiest stuff. I'm like, for right now, I'm just starting with what's easy. My photo cabinet, I cleared it out because I know for sure I'm going to want to take my photos. Well, what did I do as I did that? Well, I took all the school pictures out of packaging and put them in the little nice, neat little stack. I um, realized that there was a picture that I will never display with a frame in a big old frame. And I'm like, why was this in here? I, why did I do this? I saw that there were financial statements from 1996, I think. <laughs> I remember That's like, what, 25 years ago, like before I was even married. I mean, I just, so that kind of stuff I was able to get rid of. It was like, oh, so even though, yes, I was emptying out this photo cabinet into a box so that I could move it. I was like, I don't want to move anything. I don't want to have to deal with it in the new house if I don't absolutely have to. So if it is easy, if it is, you know, everything just kind of revealed itself as, and I think I got rid of probably, I would say a quarter of the volume of what was in that stuff. I ended up being able to just trash, throw it away. Because I just went ahead and had my trash bag there as I was pulling stuff out, had a donate box. So the frame went in the donate box. I am labeling here. Here's where, you know, I I do know what the house looks like. And so I have some things envisioned, but I am kind of trying to match up according to where things are in this house, you know, by general thing, like, okay, you know, school supplies and crafts. Okay. So like I'm looking at a box right now that says schools, school supplies and crafts, because those were in the same general area. And so I packed them up 
And I'm like, I think I know where that's going to be in my new house. But for right now, I've just got it labeled that way. For some things, I had, you know, storage cabinets by the half bath. Okay, I'm labeling it that even though there's not a storage cabinet by the half bath in the new house, at least I know that's where that stuff that I would look for first and that cabinet is so that when I'm in the new house, I can be like, okay, well, what's the equivalent of that? Where would I look for this first? That stuff is going to go there. Okay. Who knows if I'm doing anything right at all? I have no idea. Um, I'm also taking, you know, I'm, I'm, it's hard, but if I come to something and I, have to ask myself the question, where would I look for this first? Or if it has an easy home that's somewhere other than there, even though it feels like, well, this is a project and I'm moving and this is such a big, you know, this is a a big deal. It's not just normal decluttering. I've got to move through all this stuff. I'm going to touch everything. I am still getting up and taking it to its home, whether that's the first place where I would look for it, or it was some already established home, which is also the first place where I would look for it. But I go ahead and take it there now. Why? Because it's going to make it that much easier in the unpacking, because it's going to be with the stuff that it would actually be in the place where I would look for that stuff first. You know what I mean? So I'm like, even though it's painful, I'm still trying to go ahead and act on that. Um, And then the, would it ever occur to me that I already have this? I'm using that a lot. Okay. I'm trying to be pretty brutal about that because I'm like, moving is hard enough. There's already so much stuff to talk, to work through. I don't want to have anything that it would never have occurred to me that I already had one. Like if if I would never have gone looking for it in this house, I'm going to get rid of it. Okay. Because the reality is I wouldn't be looking for it in the new house either. And then it's just one less thing to have to move. So I'd rather get rid of it now. Other thing is um, we're making donation runs as much as we possibly can. Really, I think this is more important than anything. You know, my daughter was just saying, hey, can I start moving the boxes that I've packed out to the garage? And I'm like, yes, let us rearrange a little bit. But there is space to put that out there because we are packing stuff up and getting it donated. Because I think that's where... I get overwhelmed in this process is it's like, okay, in the beginning, I'm just packing a box, packing a box. Well, then all of a sudden there's all these boxes and then it's like, oh, okay, the furniture is empty. So the furniture is sitting there, but then there's also a box with all the stuff that it used to have in it that's sitting there too. And it just starts to be super overwhelming. And so I'm like things in this time right now where things are just kind of in limbo, that's like just what moving is the more I can actually remove from my house to free up space, to free up guilt feelings, whatever of, you know, all the things I should be doing and oh, something to deal with later, all that stuff. My goal is to get it out of the house. Like, so what can I actually get out of the house? I can get donations out of the house. So working on that. Okay. Oh, and then the other last thing too, which I'm sure this is going to shift and morph as time goes on. But I'm assigning very specific spaces to my family members, okay? And my mom is supposed to be coming and helping me, which she volunteered. And I was like, thank you, thank you. She's so good at this. But my goal is like, okay, what spaces can I make, can I go through to make sure that there's no clutter so that then she can do the actual packing up of it? You know, what spaces, my husband, it helps him so much if I can just be like, hey, can you do this space? And it's, you know, I'm, 
obviously I'm choosing places where he has more ownership. He is the one who knows better than I do what we need and don't need in that space. But it's like just giving people an assigned, this is your cabinet. This is your space to worry about, um, is extremely helpful. Okay. All right. I don't know if this is helpful or not, or if it was just me kind of randomly yakking about what's going on with me. Anyway, um, I will keep you guys updated. There's a little part of me that thinks, oh, now that I put this podcast out, it's all going to fall through. But I feel like I'm at a point right now where even if it did, which I hope it doesn't, but even if it did, I'm like, well, I've decluttered a bunch of stuff. So that's good, right? Anyway, we'll see. All right. Um, I just want to remind you that if you um, want to get in on the book publishing journey um, course thing that I did, that um, if you want to get into it now, like before October 19th, which is next Tuesday, if you want to get into it now, um, then you still have time to submit questions for the Q&A and attend the Q&A live on um, Tuesday the 19th. So Anyway, go to aslobcomesclean.com slash write for that if you would like to find out more information about what that is. The um, session that I did is recorded and it's in the course itself. So, and then the um, link to submit your questions is there too. Okay. All right. I will talk to you guys next week.